1: All right, everybody. Welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a safe space for you foul-mouth fantasy players out there. As always, full dick powered, King Josh, Josh King, Big Rump, Fantasy Fish.
0: What the fuck's going on, guys? How's it going,
1: dude? I swear this has been the busiest off season that I can recall. Like I, I can't even put you put your phone down and nine things happened. It's fucking crazy.
0: It it really is. It's amazing.
1: Like we were talking about it pre-show. Director Ross says you know he he's in concurrence that this has been the busiest off season, and I mean, and we're still not done, you know we still got quarterbacks on the move that may or may not be moving a break big blockbuster trade happened right before the show started crazy, crazy, crazy um so I guess for today we're just going to talk about the free agency moves and trades and stuff that's happened since last week um we got a lot to cover. You know, if you guys were looking forward to the rookie talk, that will come later just because there's just so much news to talk about. So let's just dive right back into it. Literally the day after we finished last week's episode, Tom Brady announced that he is coming back to the Buccaneers for the 2022 <laughs> season. Oh man. It doesn't yeah. surprise me, but the fuck
2: I that? read something and it was probably the best example is a Tom Brady tried to be a husband and a father for two months and said,
0: I'm going back to work. <laughs> that has to be the only explanation because it's like this would have been his off time anyways, right? They Even if they won the Super Bowl or whatever and he was trying to decide, it, it was, he was out for what, a month? And was like, fuck this, I'm going back. Yeah, he's let's like. I'd rather do this.
1: I'd rather risk CTE and get pile drivers by Aaron Donald than hang out with my horrible kids.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, Tom Brady, dude, he probably still quarterback one, probably still a top six option out there. I mean, just last year alone, he led the league in passing yards.
2: Um, yep. I've changed my view on this. So before, I was like, I don't want to take the risk of old players. Falling off. And so, as long as you don't have too many of them on your roster, like, might be worth the risk. You know, like like Devontae Adams, we'll get into him later. But, like, he's getting older, but he's proven they can still do it. So, until they stop doing it, like, I'm on board. So, if Tom Brady wants to play until 50, unless he t- until he's got a season that's crappy, I'm on board with it.
1: But, I mean, statistically speaking... This last year was his best year of yeah. recent years. It's 5,300 5, yards, 43 touchdowns.
0: <laughs> he's getting I mean, better. It's like a fine line. It's weird.
2: Well, to be fair, the targets that he's been able to throw to last year have been substantially better than what he's been getting before that. Certainly. Certainly. But, but he, he's not getting worse by any means.
1: It's just, it's crazy that the fact that he's 40, he was 43, he's going to, he is or is going to be 44 years old and was still a quarterback three last year in fantasy. I mean, it's fucking wild. Good for him. Yeah.
2: He met up with Alex Rodriguez down there in Florida, got some of that HGH and was like, get me back in it. Yeah. Some of that juice.
1: Actually, it was, I don't remember who it was, but it was, It it was some analyst, and he was talking about the Tom Brady thing, and they were telling their jokes, But then they are like, you know what? A lot of it, too, is also just this is all that he does, and you can only play football for such a finite amount of time. Although, on the flip side, your kids are only kids for so long before they're adults and often doing their own thing. But since you can only compete at a high level of football for so long, it's kind of hard to walk away from that. He
2: doesn't know anything else. So it's like you... If he quits like what what the fuck do I do to myself? Like, Spinach so juice. I can see I can see that. He man.
0: could fucking coach if that's really what he what he wants to do. He could fucking he do stay nothing. around the game. He could do whatever the hell he wants. He's yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, he he's the most
1: f- famous man on the planet. <laughs> yeah. I heard he has a movie coming out.
0: I'm gonna go see that immediately.
1: <laughs> All right, moving on. Michael Gallup, re-signed with the Dallas Cowboys, five-year, $62.5 million contract. Um, He got hurt in week 17. So, I mean, I don't know if he'll be quite ready. What
0: was it? At the beginning of the season. What was it that he got
1: hurt with again? He he tore his ACL.
0: In week 17? Yeah. Holy Santa
1: Claus shit. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll (laughs) see. That, that That's about as late as you can get. But. Why the
0: hell would they get rid of Cooper? Or Cooper? Holy fucking
1: shit. He probably... he. I mean, we haven't gotten to him yet, but he probably has the same agent as Christian Kirk. I mean, this <laughs> motherfucker... He hasn't broken a 1,000 yards in a year. But, I mean, I guess with Amari Cooper gone... And, I, I actually, I read somewhere that the reason why they decided to let Cooper go was because they saw how much money that Cooper was going to cost, and they figured it'd be, be better off re-signing more players than just Amari uh, Cooper.
2: It's stupid. I feel like they could have gotten more for Cooper, but then again, they were shopping him for a long time, so I guess
0: not. Yeah. Well, how yeah. many years did he have left on his deal, though? He wasn't due yet. I, Didn't they just sign him like a I, year or two remember. ago? Man, I, like that. it's weird. It has to be something internal that was going on because they he called him. Dak he called Dak Black Kirk Cousins, which is fair. But you know what? <laughs> I guess that's why you get bounced out of there. Who knows? Terrible.
1: I don't know Michael Gal- I mean Michael Gallup's a good wide receiver. I mean he always had to play third fiddle to, you know Ceedee Lamb, and but he had his moments where he looked really good. So we'll see what happens. But all right, moving on. Zach Ertz re-signed with the Arizona Cardinals to a three-year contract.
0: I like it.
1: Yeah. I hey, like Ertz. It. Good on him. Ertz, you know, he got traded to Arizona, and he actually looked pretty good when he came uh, came over to them. So, especially like tight end.
2: Yeah. All right. I was a little bummed out because Max Williams was really coming on before his injury, and this kind of puts him on the back burner there when he comes back.
1: No, yeah, well, I mean, they still re-signed uh, Max Williams, but – I guess Ertz is just, I mean, Ertz is a, a better tight end. And the fact that he came out and was, especially with the departure of Christian Kirk, I mean, who knows? For all we know, they're going to move Ertz to the slot. Max Williams can be more the blocking tight end. Because now they don't really have, they have Rondale Moore and D-Hop. So, er- know, Ertz could be a sneaky uh, fantasy, late late round tight end to draft in fantasy. I agree. Well, he was the was it? He was a tight end five in PPR last year. So yeah, he was
2: solid. Even before he got traded, he was solid, and it was just even better in Arizona.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh Miami Dolphins and running back Chase Edmonds reached an agreement. So if you had shares of Miles Gaskin, that's over, I feel.
2: Well, it's even worse because Another news piece here is Raheem Mostert also signed with the Miami Dolphins. Actually,
1: yeah. Well, it's funny. And then what's fun actually, uh, with the signing of Mostert right after Chase Edmonds, basically that negates the Chase Edmonds thing because Mostert and Edmonds are a very similar style running back. So, I mean, Mostert will be the running back one for a week or two, and then Chase Edmonds will take over (laughs) once uh, Mostert inevitably gets hurt.
2: Yeah, this is fair. It, it kind of makes it one of those things where for, if for some miracle happens and Mostert stays healthy, this is like a backfield to avoid. You, you don't want three running backs on a team for fantasy purposes. Because Gaskin, as bad as he was last year, like he showed flashes the year before and he was pretty consistent the year before and it's just like three running backs is the worst thing.
0: You could have, for yeah. Things. I w- I wouldn't be surprised if he gets cut though, because if you think about it, the new regime came in, right? So you've got you've got the kid from the Niners that's coming over there. He took Mostert, he took Edmonds, who he's had a hell of a lot of look at in coming from the West. Yeah, Gaskins. I mean, it's going to be rough. He's going to have to have a bunch of injuries before he really gets in there and plays. Yeah, it's
2: looking like. Cutting him might be they might be chopping him right now, and no <laughs> one's they might bite, be chopping so. him,
0: and no one's biting yeah
1: <laughs> um speaking of Arizona Cardinals James Connor returned to the is returning to the Arizona Cardinals with a three year contract good for him, running back five on the year I think it's a terrible signing in terms of long a lot of man a lot of salary cap has to be the loosest term in all of sports because they signed James
2: been fake for the longest look at the saints for example they've been over to cap every single year for like the past 10 years and they always get away to get under and add players
1: yeah but james connor i mean at the end of the day he did have a good year 15 rushing touchdowns he only got 752 rushing yards i'm not a big fan of that but you know he 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 did his due, dil- or due diligence. He did. He was the workhorse for them, especially because Chase Edmonds missed a lot of the last year. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, I figured Arizona's probably going to draft a running back or sign another guy.
0: Maybe. Or it's Connor to the moon. Because if he's going to be the only guy there, he can do it all. He can make catches and do things out of the backfield. I don't know. They they you don't re-sign a guy if you don't like what you see, so
1: my only concern though is Connor's health. He's never played a full season ever. So
2: Yeah, that's fair. He did last most how many games did he miss this, this last year? Two. Yeah, that's not bad. But that's basically that's historically.
1: The whole uh Cleveland Browns have released Jarvis Landry. Although, we were just talking about it pre-shows. Jarvis Landry's probably waiting to see where Deshaun Watson goes. Although, why why is he tied to Watson?
0: He's not. Because he wants to play with a good quarterback. (laughs) He wants to. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Green Bay. He wants to taste of... uh, He wants to wash the taste of Baker Mayfield out of his mouth. So, he needs to play with somebody good.
1: Well, so does Cleveland. But then Cleveland was like, ah, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I actually I read it today. Um, Baker Mayfield requested a trade, and they said no.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <I saw> <laughs> They're like, I "No, saw fuck that. you." Yep, it was very funny. Uh, Buffalo Bills has re-signed Isaiah McKenzie to a two-year deal, and they have released Cole Beasley. So,
0: so he's going to be a new Patriot. <laughs> could be. I like
2: Kobe this for Beasley. Gabe Davis, though. Yeah, Beasley. The yeah no this is bi-
1: this is a big gabe davis thing
2: because he's showing that he could do it both two years ago and last year and the only thing that i fear for gabe davis is they just don't give him a chance again even though he could do it
1: i don't know i i think gabe davis is going to be fine i mean we saw i mean his stock went through the roof in the playoffs because of the four touchdown game but uh I, I don't see a world where Gabe Davis doesn't get featured now. Now that they've seen what he can do,
0: I think they're going to bring somebody else in. Jarvis Landry could be Jarvis. That could would be Juju.
1: <laughs> Moving on, the could Pittsburgh Steelers has found their future quarterback, and the former number two overall pick, Mitchell Trubisky. Gross. Gross and
0: That's so exactly. so dumb. Ah.
1: I mean, it's an upgrade from Haskins or Mason Rudolph.
0: But is it, though, that much?
2: What if he does good, though? Just what if? What if scenario? Because he was playing in Chicago, and nobody could get it done in Chicago. Like, Andy Dalton, who was doing decent on the Bengals, couldn't do shit. Like, what if Trubisky wasn't the problem the whole time? And I'm not going to say he's going to be, like, a top 12 quarterback, but, like, enough to get Pittsburgh a playoff spot like them what I, I mean, actually
1: I I don't I don't hate them the pick or the the tra- or the signing um he's you know he he's so, he has shown athletic ability you know he I don't know he he's more athletic and more talented than Mason Rudolph and Haskins I mean Haskins shouldn't even be in the NFL so and then Mason Rudolph's got that weird dent in his head after getting smacked in the helmet by uh, by Miles Garrett. Hey, Miles Garrett, but I don't know. I I like it. I mean, unique. Now, granted, hey, maybe Mitchell Trubisky's just a bridge quarterback. Which I mean, I'm sure that's what he is because they they could still draft like a Kenny Pickett or one of the other quarterbacks coming out of the draft. And Trubisky's good enough to be a placeholder for the time being. I mean, anything's better than the options they were left with. And I mean, and it can't get much worse than Big Ben last year.
2: I mean, wasn't Winston interested in, in Pittsburgh? Like That I would have been, been probably so. better than Trubisky. And they chose to not, so
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think I think it's a decent signing. I mean, he's not gonna like light the world on fire, but it can't be that bad. All right, moving on. Christian Kirk. Is getting paid a lot of money to yeah, be a wide show receiver. Show me the, the money. Jackson- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money for the to be a wide receiver of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um which I mean I, I understand wanting to get more weapons for Trevor Lawrence. But the Christian Kirk is kind of surprising to me. I mean he's young, he's only twenty five, so that's cool. But you know, never had a thousand yards receiving, never had more than six touchdowns in a year. But here we are. Christian Kirk.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make sense for the dollar amount. That's for sure. I like it better if, say, they were to land like a Landry or a Juju. I don't think there's any indication that that would even be the case. But I don't think Christian Kirk's like a number one wide
0: receiver on the team.
2: So it doesn't really make sense. No,
0: not, even, not even a little. He's the third highest paid receiver in the game. Look, uh, look. I'll go ahead and say this. Christian Kirk, He was he's serviceable in the NFL. Is he worth $84 million? Absolutely not. I, I'm certainly getting sick and tired of all these things on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and whatever else saying that who's going to stop this offense? And it's like, dude, what are you... Every NFL team and probably some college teams, can stop this offense. You're getting a guy like Christian Kirk who's average at best. Average at best. Has he proven anything otherwise to you guys?
1: I think he's okay, but he's not, Yeah, exactly average. average. Yeah, he's okay. He's fine.
0: I just, I don't understand the dollar amount that they're chucking around in Jacksonville. I don't know.
1: Well, it's funny, the the updated Jacksonville Jaguar offense is they still have Marvin Jones, they have Christian Kirk, they signed Zay Jones, they signed Evan Engram, and it's like, okay,
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: I just don't it just, understand.
2: It doesn't make sense. So, like, Christian Kirk is averaging on this um, new pay here $18 million a year. If it was like averaging like ten, I'd be like, "Oh, that's pretty good." But it, it's just—it seems to be a big overpay, and it's going to take it away from your future of getting somebody even better.
1: This is exactly why like yeah. Devonte Adams felt disrespected.
0: He should. He He's should like, "How is dispre- yeah.
1: Christian Kirk going to get eighty-two million or eighty-four million dollars?" I think like was it like seventy two? If it's like guaranteed or some shit like that, it's
0: it was a lot. It was a lot. Fish, I'm going to ask you because Josh, this isn't. It's a loaded question for you. Who would you rather have, Mike Williams or Christian Kirk? Mike Williams by a lot. I
2: wouldn't say by a lot. If. A, a, a decent amount, but my thing with Mike Williams is like he's not consistent. I don't know if Christian K- Kirk is consistent or not. Like he hasn't really been given the opportunity to be consistent. He's you he's know been like number three on their team, where Mike Williams is been be- consistently number two. Uh Me
1: being a charger fan will say that Williams is the obvious pick, but okay. But from an analyst fantasy standpoint, Williams has gone over a thousand yards twice, he's had 10 touchdowns once, he's had nine touchdowns last year. So, I mean, in terms of like production, plus he's a big bodied receiver, he can Uh actually jump. He's six foot four, six foot five, he can jump up and get the ball. Christian Kirk's like five foot Uh ten, you know, he's so he's a little guy going outside, but he doesn't have blazing speed. He's not Tyreek Hill fast. He's not big bodied like a Mike Williams or a chase Claypool. He's an okay. wide. No, I'll even say, okay, fine. He's, he's not even okay. He's a good wide receiver, but I dude, give me Mike Williams all day. Even if, you know, even, even not even being a charger fan. Just yeah. Mike Williams. So, I, an and I guess
0: team. here's the thing that I, sorry. I'm, I'm thinking oh, no, of it. No, no, Cause no. right when you said it, it made perfect sense to me. What he is, is it, Kirk, we're talking about here. He's a short-to-intermediate wide receiver. He's not going to knock the top off, really. They fucking have that guy already. They have that guy sitting there. His name is LaVisca Chenault. And I I can get it. You guys may be a little upset or disappointed that he hasn't, I, I guess, worked out. I don't think he's gotten the opportunities that he should but you have that guy there. Why are you going to go pay eighty four million for a guy that you already have? And I don't know. I have a
2: a kind of more the same type of player comp. That and there's no bias here for you from you guys for your fan fandom. Well, I guess a little bit. Josh is against him, but Christian Kirk to me, I would say a poor man's, but apparently not a poor man's because you just got paid Hunter Renfro. It's the same style. Mm-hmm player and I'd much Mm -hmm. rather have Hunter Renfro
1: (laughs) he's cheaper but a lot of these guys have shown the ability to be playmakers and Christian Kirk I, I have not seen anything from Christian Kirk that made me go damn this guy could be a stud he's fine like like I mean I wouldn't be like 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 let's say the Chargers you know signed him I wouldn't be mad that they did now, granted, they don't need it. so that maybe that's a bad example, but like you know, like I'm not mad that Jacksonville signed him. Like, sure, get more weapons for Trevor Lawrence, but it's silly, stupid money to pay a guy that just, like I said, if if he's more likely to catch for 600 yards than a thousand. I think know, that's the thing, right? though.
2: It's it's a fine signing, just the wrong dollar amount. Like By a like lot. I said, if it was if he was getting paid like eight million dollars less a year. Then yeah, it would make plenty of sense.
1: Yeah. All right, moving on. Vikings, re sign Kirk Cousins to a one year thirty five million fully guaranteed contract extension.
2: Richest
0: man in the league, baby.
1: Dude, Kirk Cousins, I I, I will say, <coughs> him just getting these one year deals, I think they're brilliant. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. like fuck it. Just give me a bunch of money for one year and we'll talk about Guar- this again next year.
0: Guarantee it all and we'll we'll come back to this. We'll revisit. <laughs> He's a genius, man. He's made man. so much money. He's a genius. For him. I'm really, I'm really happy for him. You know what's
1: funny? I, I was on uh, fantasy Twitter. I was seeing a lot of people like shitting on Kirk Cousins. He, I, he's an okay quarterback, and not even just like in terms of fantasy. Like he's not a bad quarterback. Like it, again, he's he's the best way I can explain Kirk Cousins. He's white bread, boring. You're not going out of your way for it. But I mean, just last year alone. Threw for forty-two hundred yards, thirty-three touchdowns, but only seven picks. So he's a safe quarterback. He's he's above average. He's somewhere between good and great. Like he's he's not good. He's not great. He's just somewhere in the middle. You know, it's he he's a he's better than a game manager. I mean, he he's been the you know he's a quarterback one in fantasy, and he comes at a cheap price and. Like I said, I, I mean, he didn't play in the championship game for me, but I won a fantasy championship. Kirk Cousins carried my team last year, you know, so it's just.
2: Yeah, I think it's fine. I don't know why everybody hates on it. It's, it's I think it's the, obviously it's great for Kirk Cousins, but I think it's the best thing for the Vikings too, because like who else are you going to get? And you're not stuck tied to a quarterback in a long-term deal for a ton of money, like. I think these long-term deals, like Patrick Mahomes for 10 years for $500 million, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, Patrick Mahomes could get, like, severely injured and start sucking, and then you're stuck with him. Like, I don't think that's going to happen, obviously, but, like, shorter-term contracts make more sense.
0: Certainly. And for the player. Like, I don't know why more people don't do that. I guess the secure, but the security of it, is one thing for the player. Cause if you get hurt one year, Hey, the jig could be up.
2: It's the security for the team too, though. Right? Like if you have Patrick Mahomes, like you want to get him locked in for 10 years because if he's going to stay your the guy. same player, right. you got your guy. Yeah. And if he, if he falls off, you could probably still trade him because he's still a mm-hmm. big name.
1: Yeah. But I mean, this also makes sense too, because so let's say, I mean, you know, God, we don't wish injury on anybody, but let's say something bad does happen to Kirk cousins. Like let's say you signed him to a three-year, you know, ninety million dollar contract, and you're like, shit, we're now in the hole with this guy. Now, granted, it wouldn't be fully guaranteed ninety, it'd be like, you know, 75 million guaranteed. If you're like, shit, we still owe this guy 75 million dollars. You know, now granted, one year 35 million is a lot. You know, if you would have averaged less at three at three for ninety, so you give him thirty million a year, but then you only had one year with him. You're like, fuck it. Now, but, but kind of like what you guys are saying. But who are you going to get? The quarterback market is so dry right now that it's right. kind of like when, um, you know, like Grant, I think he sucks, but, you know, Baker Mayfield's like, oh, get him out of
2: Cleveland. Okay, but get who? Get who? Right. Who's out there? Right, unless you make a trade. But the thing is, it's perfect for Minnesota because we got a guy that we knows pretty good, but they're... They're ready to move at any time. So next year, if a good quarterback comes available in the draft or a trade market, they can make that move. They aren't stuck to like some – there's no cap hit next year for them, so they don't have to be like, okay, well, somebody has to take on this contract or anything like that. Like, nope, we're done. Let's, let's move on.
1: Well, plus I think it helps guys like Justin Jefferson because he's building the rapport with Cousins. So, like, don't slow up his progress by bringing a whole new quarterback, whole new play system, whole new style. He knows what he gets with Kirk Cousins, and that's fine, you know. But, all right, speaking of quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater signed a one year agreement with the Miami Dolphins. It's not exciting. It's just, I just thought it was interesting.
2: That's a good backup. Like two I are... like Teddy Bridgewater. Tua, this is make or break a year, so if Tua does bad, Bridgewater could even be starting. And if you have a backup that's going to potentially be starting, Teddy might be the best option out there.
1: Mm-hmm. And speaking of Miami, Cedric Wilson signed with uh, the Miami Dolphins. So Cedric Wilson actually looked pretty good um, filling in for injured receivers and stuff like that for Dallas. During last year, so this is actually a pretty decent signing for them, um, you know, especially with Devonte Adams being always banged up. You know they can put Cedric Wilson into the slot. You can take advantage of that Jalen Waddle speed, and you move Waddle to the outside. See, Waddle is what I think Jacksonville is hoping Christian Kirk will be, but I just don't <laughs> think he has. He, I don't think he has the speed Good for look. it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I I think this is a good move for Miami. M- Miami actually might be a sneaky offense next year. I mean, assume, I mean, you know, granted, Tua Tagovailoa is a and uh, he's a he's an okay quarterback. But I mean, signing all these wide receivers, running backs, new look offense, new regime in there, it could be pretty good. So
0: that'd be cool. I'm I'm hoping they do well. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Indianapolis Colts re-signed Mo alley Cox to a three-year, eighteen million dollar contract. I see. The only reason why this is kind of relevant, in my opinion, just because Jack Doyle retired, so now it's Mo Alley Cox is the tight end. So so kind of like not not, you know, when you're always looking for that. Not now. Don't go and, I mean, if you have off season fab or anything like that, like don't go and blow your stash on Mo Cox. I'm just saying. Last year, you know, if you're using Mo Alley Cox in, bi week filler or an injured tight end, you know, with with the Colts, it was. Is it Jack Doyle or is it Alley Cox this week? Well, now we know it's going to be Alley Cox. Although they don't have a quarterback still, so.
2: Yeah. I like Ali Cox just for his red zone play. Like, hopefully he gets a lot of red zone targets because he's like a dinosaur. He's eight feet tall, and you mm-hmm. can just throw it above everybody else, and he's going to be the only person that can touch the ball. So you're either going to tackle him and get PI, P- or he's going to get a touchdown.
1: He's like six foot eight or like six foot nine or some shit like he's, that. He's, like he's only
0: six just, five, but, but really he's tall. I he I looks so. Say, much I, I was just looking at him up like he's six five. What the fuck? He's not that Why big. Why does he
1: look so much bigger than that?
0: No. It's the he's got really long
2: arms, so he can just reach above everybody else.
1: Fair enough. Mm. Uh, we already kind of touched base on him, but Zay Jones, wide receiver from the. Raiders has now signed a three-year, twenty-four million dollar contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars. See, that should, the, see that, should been, that should have been millions. That's still too many millions. That should have been. Maybe they were confused. Maybe that was the contract they meant to give Christian <laughs> Kirk the three for twenty-four. And they're it, it, with Zay Jones. I don't understand why he's still in the league. Like, has he ever been good?
0: No. <laughs> No, he's never been good. The only thing he ever did was that one little, the Zay Jones, I'm not going to call it a kick-up or a kip-up. He just sort of, he does oh. like a thing. I, remember that? He did like the worm, the reverse worm. and like Yeah, yeah, to stand up or something. Everybody's like, oh, oh, oh he's so cool. Fuck that guy. He's <laughs> never been good. Never. In anywhere he's been. Buffalo, he's- the Raiders, and now Jacksonville. He's one of the most overpaid guys I've ever seen. Well, he's amazing he, this year, though. Gonna, he's, only top,
1: he's only top 600 yards once.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's his best year. 600 yards, six touchdowns. In, yeah, never it's just been anything other than that.
0: Yeah, 24 million.
2: Good, good
1: for good you. On, good on Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, New York Jets signed t- tight end C.J. Uzama, formerly of the Bengals. So, I guess... Uh, Actually, I think that's a good signing for them, because I think that means they're going to give up on Chris Herndon. They're like, fuck that guy.
2: <laughs> they traded that. him last year, didn't they?
1: No, he was on the Jets, wasn't he?
2: I thought he got traded to the Vikings.
1: Oh, yeah, he did. You're right. Yeah, I'll well, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's DJ Uzama time.
2: I don't um, mind it. I mean, they need a lot of work, so it's not like that impactful for fantasy to me, but...
1: Oh, another I'm surprised the
2: Bengals for. didn't keep him though. Like try to keep him. Like he's pretty good with a good quarterback. Yeah,
1: well, they did sign a tight end today, but we'll we'll get there. Uh I should have You know what? I should start categorizing the news by team. But I, I don't know. fuck it, whatever. Um Evan Engram, formerly of the New York Football Giants, has signed a 1-year, 9-million dollar contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So,
2: another one where you're like this is exactly why Jacksonville's Jacksonville this is like a prime big experiment experiment to like show everybody how to not be a general manager in football i think that's too much for Everton Ingram. he had one good year like give him rookie like, year. if you want him like give him 3 million bucks
0: look i'm going to go ahead and say this cuz i feel like it needs to be said it, this is this is Trent Bulky. This is the GM that used to be with the Niners that fired Harbaugh and that whole thing. He was the he was the fucking head of everything. I think the guy's a clusterfuck. And watching what he's done this off season is is only cementing that for me. I just can't, can't see them having much and they success just, at all.
2: They just traded for Dan Arnold. Like honestly Like he's not great either But he's no worse than Evan. You already had an Evan Ingram You know like why are you doing this
1: I just feel that Jacksonville No one knows what they're doing And I think they're just They're throwing They're just throwing a bunch of darts Onto like a big list of names They're just hoping that someone hits So they're like cool We can keep our job for one more year
0: God I'm, They cut their their best player they cut Miles Jack. Yeah. I know he's a defensive guy. He's not fantasy relevant, but what the hell are you doing? Uh, I don't you know care.
1: what's funny? I, I read an interesting stat about Miles Jack. It's like, well, he had zero sacks last year, but he still had like 110 tackles. He's <laughs> like, a he's linebacker.
0: Still, he shouldn't yeah, he, have a lot of sacks.
1: He, and he's a stud. When I saw uh. his, when I saw that release come out saying that Jack was cut, I was like, man, I hope the Chargers sign him too.
0: <laughs> I did the same thing. I sign everybody. Sign everybody. Uh, Sign Sign him him and
1: Bobby Wagner. Just bring everybody. Ugh, Bobby. Uh, Moving on. As a dickhead move, JD McKissick signed a two-year, $7 million contract with the Buffalo Bills to only sign a two-year, $7 million contract with the Washington Commanders. And that pissed me the fuck off. Because I was so excited that morning when I saw the news that Buffalo signed McKissick. And I said, finally, Antonio Gibson. Because then I read an article saying that they might try to look for, like, an early down back so Gibson can utilize some of his pass-catching skills and not have to hold the whole workload. I was like, fuck yeah, finally. But then, no, JK, which means McKissick will probably keep his pass-catching role and Gibson will probably still have the same role that he had. And Director Ross and I were texting about it. And he was like, "I know you're hurt and you're very sad." And I said, "That hurt my feelings so bad because <laughs> i i have this I have this love and appreciation for Antonio Gibson because I think the ability is there for him to be an absolute stud. But I'm now slowly accepting the fact that it might never happen just because of the situation he's been put in, and it sucks. It sucks. But oh well, he's now because to me, like when. When I thought McKissick was going to Buffalo, I thought Gibson was going to be like a top six, seven running back. But now with McKissick around, he's probably somewhere between running back like nine and 16. <laughs> like it's just.
0: It's funny. perfect. You can get a nice solid running back on the swing. That's that's but how I, you got to look at it.
1: Well, that's the thing. I was like, you know what? Then I thought about it. There. I mean, In our home league, it won't happen because every running back, the whole first round is just running backs. So Gibson will probably be taken in the second round. But in normal people leagues, you could probably get Gibson in the third round, and he would be your second running back. So, like, in theory, your team could be like, you know, Jonathan Taylor at the 101, and you can get Gibson at the 301 in some other leagues. And I wouldn't hate that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it does suck for Gibson, but we also don't know like if they were going to sign somebody else or tr- draft a running back. It it doesn't make sense for McKissick, really. Like He would have been much more productive in Buffalo.
1: I don't, I'd rather go play with Josh Allen than Carson Wentz.
2: Exactly, and the running back competition there is not very steep.
1: Well, I think McKissick would have taken over Devin Singletary's role. And I don't. Is Zach Moss still on the, the, the Buffalo Bills? Yeah,
0: he is. I don't. I think he, he. I think he niched out what he's go, what he's good at and what he's gonna do for the skins. Like there's that's what he did. That's they came out and they said it, which is why it was really weird when I saw that he was. They didn't bring him back. They're like, God oh, we really want McKissick. We have this thing set up for him. Everything's gonna be great." And then he was gonna go to Buffalo, and I was like, "Wait, what the hell?" It only makes sense to me that he was like he rethought it. Was like, you know what? These Redskins, they, they want to keep me in the loop. I'm going back home. I think it's I think it's where he belongs. It's where he should be. It didn't make going anywhere else than than Washington didn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah, and then in a similar J.D. McKissick move. Granted, this is a defensive signing, but still big news. Randy Gregory signed a five-year, $70 million contract with the Dallas Cowboys to then sign a five-year, $70 million contract with Denver. Solid.
2: I love it, just because I don't <laughs> like the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was just kind of funny. I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm just kidding. Oh, another big defense is signing for the Chargers. The Chargers signed uh, cornerback J.C. Jackson, five-year, $82.5 million dollar contract. It's
2: a lot of money, too.
1: Yeah, fuck it. I like it. I like it. Cuz why not? Yeah. Uh Aaron Rodgers, he officially signed his contract with Green Bay. 150.8 million dollars over 3 seasons. So God damn. That's so much money.
0: So very much.
1: What okay so what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers now? Devontae Adams is gone. I mean we'll we'll get to it when we get to it cuz that just happened today but I mean th- there's like so what now he's got MVS is technically a free agent. They haven't re-signed him yet. They have all the only wide receiver they have right now is they have like Jake Coomerro and Randall Cobb.
2: Oh, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> I think we got to wait to see who they get. Yeah. Like what if they what if they get Landry, and OBJ, and
0: then it's like, okay. It's the problem with OBJ. OBJ... Yeah, they'll have OBJ for the playoffs, and that's yeah, about but Yeah, but OBJ,
1: he tore his ACL in the latest possible game you could in
0: the Super Bowl. Yeah, but... At least it wasn't in the fourth quarter.
2: The the other thing, too, is the Packers are undefeated when Devontae Adams misses
0: games. That's stupid, but I love it. No, I mean, that's not going
2: to... I'm not... I'm just saying, like, they may not be in as much trouble as you think. And I'm not going to buy into the narrative of Aaron Rodgers took too much money because there's reports that they offered Devontae Adams the same amount of money as the Raiders did. And Aaron Rodgers' cap hit as a quarterback is, like, the sixth highest. It's not, like, the highest cap hit. Like, other quarterbacks have a bigger cap hit. So, I don't – Like he's still a dick, kind of, but I don't think that it's –
0: all that is it's, being made out to be. Here, here's what's going to happen. All right? They're going to, they're obviously going to sign somebody, right? Because you can't go in there with Kumaro and Lazard and think that you're going to be winning games. If that is the case, you better, I don't know, somebody needs to stay with Aaron Rodgers, make sure he doesn't slit his wrists. I know he's the richest quarterback or whatever, but he wants to win. He was bitching and bitching and bitching with a guy like Adams on his roster they're gonna they need somebody to come in and step up and be the one whoever that is maybe maybe uh juju i don't think he's a very good one but he's probably the best guy left could be an older guy like julio that may have you know i don't know how much he has left we talked about this pre-show but i think if anybody's gonna find what that is it'd be rogers Right, it would be Rodgers being able to yeah. get him the ball and make him great again. Um, you know what though, it, I would go ahead and say this confidently. I think the running game is going to take president. I think that I think that yeah. look, Jones and Dylan are going to be awesome, especially Jones because he makes fuck that guy play, basically he was playing receiver last year. He had like how many receiving touchdowns? I know he had a bunch early. I just remember he had like a three receiving touchdown game. Not that that matters in fantasy, but it's just three extra touchdowns. I just look at him and I think, man, they're going to rely so heavily on that guy.
1: Yeah, well, Jones. thats yeah, huge for the running backs. 65 targets, 52 catches, mm-hmm. six touch, six receiving touchdowns.
0: Damn.
1: That's a better stat line than Christian Kirk, who just got fucking $84 million. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was going to say it's a hell of a lot better than Zay Jones.
1: <laughs> yeah, that too. But, uh, no, I, I agree with you on that. I, I think this is cause now at green Bay, the way they're going to win games now is good defense and running the ball. Um, with the occasional, like MV, if assuming MVS re-signs, you know, he catches MVS on his scene behind a defender. Cause MVS, he, he actually has separation speed.
2: Yeah. Um, he can't catch though. Um one thing <laughs> though is that we that we know for sure is Aaron Rodgers only really needs one good receiver. So they're a juju, a driver's landry player away from having one good receiver. And who knows? The one thing too that we don't really know is like and this is talked about on a pre show too, is is Devontae Adams good because he's Devonte Adams, or is Devontae Adams good because it was Aaron Rodgers? And I think that we all kind of agreed that it was a little bit of both. But a Juju with a Aaron Rodgers instead of a Big Ben, that's pretty enticing.
1: Yeah. I agree. Although Director Ross has – he just put in a note, and I agree with him. You know, Rodgers – like I was saying, Aaron Rodgers, you know, good defense and running the game. He says Rodgers won't let that happen because his ego is too big. And he's probably right because uh Aaron Rodgers is a on, dickhead.
2: I put a Twitter pull up asking if he was gonna ask for a trade, retire, or stay. Most people think he's gonna stay. He has to. There, there's a no he doesn't. He could just I, wait till preseason you think like, a team, oh, I retire.
1: You think a team would absorb that kind of contract?
2: Yeah, I would. People are talking about absorbing Deshaun Watson's contract. The Colts? The Colts could afford...
1: You know what's funny? We were talking about it pre-show. The Colts have the most cap space, and they have made zero moves. They're like, yeah, fuck it. We'll figure it out.
0: They signed Mo Cox. It's a big one.
1: (laughs) All right, moving on. DJ Chark, formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars, agreed to a one-year $10 million contract with the Detroit Lions. I actually like this signing a lot. Um because it doesn't cost Detroit much money; it's basically free. Um, and I think that I think that uh, I, I was seeing a thing. Someone on Twitter said like, "Oh, you know, if you had any love for Amon Ross St. Brown, like it's all over because DJ Chark is gonna fuck that up." And no, it doesn't. DJ Chark plays a different type of wide receiver. Amon Ross is more of a slot guy. Chark is the guy. He's your he's your stretch player. And assuming he's healthy. I mean, in in 2019, he had 73 crashes for 1,008 yards and eight touchdowns. So, I mean, he has the the ability to be that, you know, play extender and things like that. So, I actually – I think this is a good signing for Detroit. I mean, it still sucks that Jared Goff's
0: their quarterback, but. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, you know, it's like – think about this poor man's career. Like, he went from Jacksonville to Detroit. Think about – and not for a lot of money. It's like you're just playing at with the scrubs of the league, These are the bottom feeder teams. I don't know. If I had a chance, man, if you hit free agency, do you really think Detroit was the only color? Maybe. God.
2: where was the highest space. paying. You know. yeah, I guess. I, I don't mind it for chart, though. Detroit wasn't as bad as they looked. They lost like the most games I've seen a team lose by like three points. They're, they're not a contender by any means. But as a like, they're a team that's building. I think that they're doing it in a good way, and I like Dan Campbell because he came from the Saints, and you know I, th- I think that they're a few years out, but they could slowly turn it around. Maybe a better quarterback would help.
1: I don't know. I just I I, I think the DJ Chark signing is good. For, I, I mean, yeah, Detroit sucks, but you know he's he missed basically all of last year with injury, and he missed time the year before. It, it, this is, you know, it, it's, it's it's no risk to Detroit. Ten million dollars, shit, that's like, like I said, that's that's nothing. They'll they already made that money back, so right? Just,
2: and for fantasy implications, like it's not any worse for, chart like, playing in Jacksonville. I, mean, I know yeah. Trevor Lawrence is probably better, but the team as a whole is worse.
1: That's true. That's the thing, because cause now with all the mouths to in Jacksonville. You know, Chark loses targets and stuff like that. But assuming he's healthy, Chark could still get a hundred targets this year.
2: Right? Would you draft a healthy Chark in Jacksonville in the seventh round or something? Maybe a little later. But would you draft a healthy Chark as your wide receiver, like a flex? If you, yeah, yeah, I mean, so if you're in, if you draft him at that point in Jacksonville, like you're getting the, it's going to be the same in Detroit. Like, he's a nice flex, maybe a three. I mean, I don't know. I don't hate it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Running back, James White re-signed a two-year deal with the New England Patriots. This is more just a, you know, fucking New England shit show backfield. Damian Harris from Andre Stevenson and James White. I mean, I guess that means Brandon Bolden's done. But not that not that anyone's really excited to go grab Brandon Bolden, but I don't
0: know. I mean, I still think it's Harris's backfield, big time.
1: Oh yeah, no, it is. Stevenson's your you know your bench stash in dynasty, or a late round you know and redraft you know you pick up Stevenson and like the
2: yeah 14th I like Stevenson round. better than White. What ha, like I don't know if you didn't even know this, but what's the history of coming back from a
0: dislocated hip. Bad. (laughs) I don't think it's good.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. There's a a possibility that James White doesn't really play much next year just because of the hip injury. Especially because I think he had like a subluxation hip, which is a very serious one, which is like the Bo Jackson hip injury. Oh my God. Can't find the news for him, but... uh, Moving on. Russell Gage former Atlanta Falcons wide receiver signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I actually like this one because with Chris Godwin signed an extension, so he's back, but Godwin got hurt, so there's a chance that Godwin misses portion of the season. And he got hurt,
0: what, signing the contract? Godwin? Yeah. No, Godwin got no, hurt. He
1: tore uh, his ACL against the yeah, Saints ACL. in like
0: week 16 or something like that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that. uh, She do my research. (laughs) Yeah, he
1: got hurt in week 16. So he got hurt towards the end of the year. So there's a chance that because I think we even talked about it on the show because we were talking about how Chris Godwin was going to be a free agent and it sucks because, you know, he was going to have a huge market, but then he got hurt right at the end of the
2: year. So he probably won't be ready. Mm. I like it. I like Russell Gage. I was high on him this year and he didn't do much, but I like Russell Gage. I don't know how much he'll be used. But I am a fan
0: of the Russell Gage. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I I thought he was great in Atlanta at first because I'd obviously forgotten about what happened with Godwin. I was like, why would you leave being basically the number one receiver in Atlanta to now being lost in the shuffle of Tampa Bay? Because they still got dudes, man. Like, even if Gronk doesn't come back, which I think he's gonna, but I don't know. Yeah, they did. I, I just don't. And he
2: signed before Tom Brady came back, too. Yeah. Which was weird.
1: All right, and we had some very big news to end the night with. Alan Robinson signed with the L.A. Rams, formerly of the Chicago Bears. Uh, he looked like he flamed out, but I think a lot of that was just being on the Bears. I think this is a huge, huge signing. I mean, if anything, it could revitalize his career. I mean, people forget he was an absolute monster. Um,
0: everywhere he's been. A couple of years ago. He's been good everywhere. Well,
1: a couple of years ago. Yeah, he was 102 catches, 1,250 yards, six touchdowns. I mean, this guy's just, he's caught, now he's going to play with the best quarterback of his career with Matt Stafford. I mean, he was great with Blake Bortles.
0: Exactly. That was my point I was going to bring up. He's. I think he's got, And and look at all the weapons around him. Like, he's not going to be the guy that, you stop. Does that make sense? Like he's not the guy you say, I'm not gonna game plan around him to stop that guy. You can't do that anymore. I think he's gonna have possibly the best statistical season he's ever had, which is weird, crazy because he's not a one, but
1: But it's kinda like, okay, so let's put let's say you put safety help on Robinson, well now you got single coverage on Cooper mm-hmm, Cup. And he'll
0: tear you apart.
1: Or it's like, okay, fine, so you put the linebacker and safety and on Cooper Cup, but now you got one-on-one on Allen Robinson, and Matt Stafford can still throw uh-huh. the deep ball. Um, OBJ hasn't – I heard the Rams are still interested in re-signing OBJ, but that looks like it's not happening. I'm just mm-hmm. – I'm wondering, like, what does this mean about Robert Woods, though?
0: I, I still think he'll come back. Yeah, he he got hurt when, like, week nine or something like that? Was it later than that? Uh, Look right. uh, I just uh, I feel like they're definitely gonna bring. He's not going anywhere, and he's gonna fill that same role he's always been. You can get all three of them out there.
2: I think that if anybody's the odd man out, it's OBJ. But I also think like they could probably afford to have all four of them on the roster still, and yeah, that might be what they do. Because OBJ, they're only gonna get you know part of the season out of because he got hurt in the Super Bowl. Woods got hurt, so. His value is probably a little low. Robinson just did terrible. So his value, like, what did they sign him for? Three years, 46. That's not that, you know? Fucking Christian Kirk's getting paid more. A lot more. (laughs) They could keep all four of them, and that'd be scary.
1: It sucks for fantasy, but that's amazing for real life football.
0: Hell, it doesn't suck for all fantasy. Fucking Stafford, baby. Let's go. Well,
1: then. who knows their running game could be, you know, cam Akers Mm -hmm. or Daryl Henderson could be an absolute stud in terms of running just because you can't stack the box against the running backs. So great, great signing by the Rams. Uh, last news, biggest news that's happened recently. The Raiders have now acquired Devontae Adams from the Packers exchange for a first round and a second round pick of this upcoming 2022 NFL draft. Um, and then Devontae Adams signed a five-year, $141 million contract. Wow. Good for you, Devontae Adams.
2: Very nice. Yeah. This is – I like it. Here's here's the thing. I like it for one player more than the other. But for Adams, like he'll probably downgrade. He's probably still going to be a wide receiver one. But for Carr, Carr's been that wide receiver – or wide receiver, that quarterback right on the cusp of making it to a QB one. Sometimes he falls short. Sometimes he's a 12. But he's also been doing that with pretty much absolutely nobody. He was Uh a quarterback 13 last year. And, I mean, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, like he's actually got a good share of people that he could throw to with one being a superstar.
0: Maybe two. Yeah, two being a superstar. It gets to the point now where, and I was talking about it earlier, because I, I love the fact that he's going back to his college quarterback. Like, they already have that connection. Yeah, maybe things have changed over the years, but I don't know, man. I can still go out and throw with some of the college yeah. guys that I played with, and there's still a connection there. There always will be. I just feel like that the offense here has gotten so much better. How do, it's going to help Jacobs.
2: More than hey, anything. He's, good. he's really kind of going home, right? He played in Fresno State, yeah. Oakland's not that far from Fresno, you know, San Francisco or
0: uh, Las Vegas is. Oh, that's true, but well, it's still actually
2: not that far, it's not,
0: but yeah, it's I think it's going to be a hell of a signing. I love it, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, me too.
1: And that means Hunter Renfro is going to be a very sneaky Dude. wide, like mid late yep. round oh, yeah. pickup.
0: Yeah, me and Hunter Renfro just... are going to get married. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> Hunter Renfro is, uh, is your Gibson? <laughs> yeah.
1: The thing with Renfro, you know, it, it was – he was just kind of like – he was like undrafted. End of the year is the wide receiver 11 in, in PPR. So, I mean, the guy was an absolute stud for fantasy. But now you add the best wide receiver in football – so, like, I do know what you're saying. It helps Josh Jacobs. This helps Darren. If Darren Waller's healthy, this helps Darren Waller. This helps Devon. You
2: know. Think about Hunter Renfro trying to be a number one, especially once Henry Ruggs decided that he wanted to drunk drive and kill somebody. Hunter Renfro was basically the number one. So you could kind of cover him how you wanted, He he's still got it done. Now he's got Devontae Adams opposite of him. Like, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, man.
1: Boy, okay, who's better? Who's better? Devontae Adams or Zay Jones?
2: Because that's who was opposite of Renfro last <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, that's true. One, one thing I like, I always remember, and maybe it's a, a fallacy of mine, but I killed it in our home league one year having Juju Smith-Schuster when Antonio Brown was opposite him. Because mm-hmm. they had to double Antonio Brown, and Juju just fed off of it. I could see Hunter Renfro having the same type of thing. Like, Adams will probably get more yards and touchdowns, but as a wide receiver two, wide receiver three, that's a huge advantage to that position. Agreed. Fuck
1: it. Draft Hunter Renfro in the fifth round this year. Oh. I mean, or you that's know safe. what? If any any price in – yeah, I was going to say, any price of Hunter Renfro is not too rich because he, there's a chance he's going to be an absolute stud because Devontae Adams is an absolute monster. So – well, this we talked a lot. We didn't even cover all the news. That's just how much we news there was. We got
2: one more. We covered the big, big ticket item. that we, yeah, we got to do, do it. We got to do it. it hasn't, nothing's been announced, but we got to do it. In the running, my New Orleans Saints and the trash land of Falcons for Deshaun Watson.
0: Where do you think he goes? Listen, I think he's going to go. If he was a smart man, he'd go to New Orleans because they actually have weapons. He's not He could w- smart. He could, he could win there. It may be more fun to win, considering you're coming from Houston. If you want to go home to Atlanta where you were a ball boy or some shit or whatever like that and you're going to have your number one player be Pitts, hey, that's not bad. I'll take Pitts. You can, you can take Pitts out of a game if you have to. If you're a defense, there's nobody else there. If I was him... I'm going to New Orleans. My gut is telling me Atlanta.
1: I agree. I, I think he goes to Atlanta. Um, there's been reports that they actually have like the best strip clubs in all of America. So, I mean, they're...
0: what about massage parlors?
1: Why he wants to play in Atlanta is beyond me. I have no idea. I mean, other than he has roots. I think he's from Georgia.
2: He's got roots there. He's from Georgia. He was Atlanta's ball boy when he was a kid. How much that matters, I don't know. The odd thing to me is he wanted to leave Houston because he was their poorly managed team. Maybe he was mistreated, in his opinion. Atlanta's poorly managed, too. It has been for some time. Like they, they had one of the best quarterbacks out there, Matt Ryan, and they can't get it done. Why would they be able to get it done with Deshaun Watson? What's any different?
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: But, you know, I, I mean, I understand him wanting to leave Houston. Makes total sense, but... I mean, realistically, I—I I mean, if I was Watson, because he, you know, he hasn't—he has his no trade clause or whatever. Right. I mean, I'd rather go to the Colts. I'd rather. Well, the go Colts to Seattle. didn't offer. i No, but you know what I mean,
2: like. Well, right. I, so the, think about it in the four teams that offered though. This is what's weird to me is Carolina.
1: I'd rather go to Carolina.
2: Cleveland, so. the Falcons or the Saints. The only teams I wouldn't want to go to there. And even then, it's probably Cleveland. I'd probably still... I think Cleveland and Atlanta are kind of even, right? Like, poorly managed teams. You don't know that they're actually going to be able to build correctly around you. Carolina's going to... The, the, the one thing, and this is kind of me being a homer, but, like, you know the Saints can build around people. They've done it. Mm-hmm. They got the same general manager, same owner. Like, they could figure... They'll figure out a way a way to make it work, like... None of the Who other they their
1: Who'd they hire as their
2: coach? Michael Thomas. What? Who'd they bring in as their coach? Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator. But people, Carmichael, who's been with the Saints for like 16 years is the offensive coordinator now. Yeah. Like he's worked with under Sean Payton. I don't suspect that the offensive style is going to change very much.
0: Play calling yeah. decisions and whatnot might, but it's generally going to be the same thing. Yeah, like I said, it, it makes more sense, logical sense, to go to New Orleans. But, uh, I don't know, seems kind of illogical we'll to see. even remotely give Atlanta a chance. But, hey, here we are.
2: So, theoretically, if he goes to Atlanta, if he goes to the Saints, nothing happens really outside of that. Maybe Tron Armstead comes back and Travis Landry goes wherever he goes. But, theoretically, if he goes to Atlanta, there's a good quarterback out there. What is Matt, What happens to Matt Ryan? Colts? Probably.
1: Yeah, maybe Seattle.
2: Maybe Seattle, yeah. Interesting. We'll see. We'll have our new update by the time our next show hits, I'm sure.
1: Damn right. Yeah, well there's rumor has it that Watson will uh the that w- Watson will make his decision by the weekend. If
2: so. he's smart, he'll do it by tomorrow because there's players waiting to see where he goes. And if he waits too long, that team that he goes to could miss out on those players.
1: Mhm. There you go. Well, hey, this is a good night. To wrap it up, good place. Oh, fucking! I don't know. We're tired. Brain doesn't work. We're all having a good time. St. Patrick's Day, even though hell yeah, none of us are drunk wearing
2: green. I'm dr- I'm not that drunk. I had two beers. Actually, I'm wearing a green shirt. I'm not wearing any green though. I have a green tattoo that counts.
1: There you go. Always green. But again, thank you for listening, guys. We love you. Appreciate the support and checking us out. Tell your friends. We want the show to grow. We're little independent babies, and we want to make this more serious, babies. Um, but again, hey, get us on social media. Filthy F Ball Show on Twitter. Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. We're on Reddit now. Filthy F Ball Show on Reddit. Even though we're not very active on it, but fuck it. We'll figure that out. Uh, email us, filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much. I love you, King Josh Josh the King.
2: Big Rome Fantasy Fish. Have a good, good one, y'all.